Okay, and we are back. Episode four yeah. of the Page Eleven podcast. Yeah. Where we just talk about what we want because America. Yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's uh, so, how it goes. Um, as we explained before, we usually spin a wheel, mm-hmm. and that determines the next episode's topic. But uh, we kind of said fuck our own rules. Yeah. And we decided we're just going to automatically talk about military because um, in our first attempt when we were the Devil's Advocates podcast, mm-hmm. we had an episode that uh, quite honestly was was pretty brilliant uh, of us just talking about um, you know some some of our old stories, and we we feel they bear repeating. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, once again, we will have those audios on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Patreon is up right now, and episode one is up right now. And by the time that y'all see this, there might be more. But I make no promises. Yeah. Um, so, we yeah, we had our fake spin of the wheel last time that landed on this. Um, but... No, I think we're uh, we're good and ready, and we'll do our episode, and then we'll um, we'll get an actual non-rigged spin of the wheel at the end of this one. <laughs> Everything is rigged. Yeah, you, the world is rigged. You've seen, you've seen it here first. Everything yeah. is a lie. Everything is a lie. Um. All right, so yeah, so you wanna you wanna start it off or? Uh, well, do you want to start with feel? I I think uh, you should start off with uh. Your field day. The field day story? The field day story. All right. So, um, so yeah, we can talk about that. So it was, uh, it was my, um, it was my second or third field day. I, I'm still unsure which one it actually was. Um. Well, you just ran the story right there that we don't know, so. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> but continue anyway. Continue. <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was my second or third field day, um. I just remember I was I was still new, and uh, so we we were doing a uh, again for those of you who don't know, um, a field day is uh, a cleaning, essentially ritual that you had to do in the military. Um, happened every Thursday. Yeah, we had to explain everything yeah. again. Um, so it was every Thursday. Uh, you would clean your barracks room and around the barracks and just kind of clean everything, and then. Um, at the end of uh, at the end of the field day, you know, you'd come and get checked by your NCOs or your non-commissioned officers, basically just um, people that outranked you, essentially. And uh, and then they would um, they'd come in and check your room, and if they thought you were good, they would leave. You were good for the night, and then you'd get checked again Friday morning by like the the commanding officer, and it, like all the really higher ups would come through, and um, so you just you kind of had to keep your room clean. But uh, so we were we were on a field day. Even and, though, um, uh, hold on, yeah, no, no, because that just brought up some memories. Um, when they say, like, the higher-ups would come in and, like, search your room mm-hmm. and, like, inspect your room, they take two steps in, do a quick look around, and be like, good, and then walk out. Yeah. After you spent hours being, you know, yeah. being forced to clean. A lot of, a lot of when they would come in was um, them, like... They would. It was them getting to know um, 
a lot of the newer troops and stuff, they would they would ask you questions like where you came from, and it was just kind of like it was it was a way of them kind of getting to interact with the troops more because the CO they didn't interact with us a lot um, outside of occasional like yeah the, the CO and yeah commanding officer didn't interact with like troops and stuff a lot outside of um, just like briefings or something like that where they would just kind of come out give a speech and then they'd leave. Uh, so it was it was just something that um, kind of let them interact with everybody and kind of get to know everybody that they were in charge of, and so uh, that that was kind of a thing that would happen. And um, so, anyways, uh, uh, typically when it's your first few field days, and even sometimes after you've been there for a while, um, it was just a time for kind of NCOs to mess with uh, their troops, and um, we had this. Uh, we were, we were cleaning, and we had this um, thing called a police call in which uh, everybody, you kind of stand in stand in a line, and um, so you have an NCO standing behind you, so everybody's in a line, and they say step, and everybody takes one step forward, and you bend over, pick up some trash, and then they say, you know, and you stand back up, and they say step, and you take another step forward. Who said forward. that Marines don't care about the environment? And, yeah, and you literally are just pulling weeds, picking up trash, doing pretty much anything. Good times. And so, uh, so basically we're doing that and we're outside, um, and, uh, we're going, kind of going around the barracks and, um, I, I happened to find this, uh, it was the escape key off of a keyboard. It was, um, had, you know, popped off. It was on the ground. It had escaped. Yeah. It, it had escaped. Um, <laughs> And so I saw it, and I picked it up, and I was like, I'm going to do something with this. But I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. I just, I knew I was going to do something with it. So I put it in my pocket and continued on. So we finished the police call, threw everything away, and I got back up to my room, and I was just kind of like, still knew I was going to do something with it. Wasn't sure what. So I set it on the, the uh, headboard of my my rack of my bed and um, kind of just set it there and cleaned the room. And then the, so, you know, about an hour later, um, two of the NCOs come through. And uh, one of them, he just he he was looking to mess with people, like he was just looking for to, for something to be wrong because he was just gonna mess with people and he was just gonna kind of fuck with us and, um, which is a very common thing for yeah. field days. Uh, we, we mentioned last yeah, night. Yeah, we talked just, about the different uh, uh, things that of, they would do. Yeah, the, like techniques for yeah, for yeah, being able right. to to like fuck with you. Most so. common was like they would have dirt or some kind of piece mm -hmm. of trash in their pockets ready if they couldn't find any or like they would have like fake dirt or something yeah at the ready yeah we'll do like one of those quick like be like what's this put their hand in your face and then quickly put it away so that you couldn't see that there was yeah there. yeah and then uh they would do that and we had an nco that if you had any trash in your trash can he would knock it over and tell you that you weren't that done that still boggled my friends the most is um, we weren't allowed to have trash in the trash can. Yeah, yeah. It's like when your room is getting checked, you're not allowed to have trash in the trash can. It has to be a brand new fresh bag, no trash, no, like it yeah. was. Um, so anyways, so there, he's coming through and he's looking to, to kind of fuck with people. And um, and so it's it's him and the other NCO, who is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, really, really nice guy. Um, basically, like somebody, you still didn't want him on your bad side or you didn't want to be on his bad side, but uh, he was just a genuinely nice guy. And uh, so them two are coming through, and they come into my room, and um, they're looking around, not finding a whole lot, and then 
uh, I've since talked to this this particular guy that um, he was he had said that he was looking for something. He was he was wanting to mess with me because I was still relatively new. But he comes up and he finally finds his moment of I have something that I can mess with him with because he walks up and there's just on the headboard of my rack there's there it is lying this this lone escape key from a keyboard you know so just uh, what is it ESC and it's just laying on my my headboard and and he sees it and he's just like what the fuck is this. And I'm standing there, and I was just like, ah, yes, uh, Corporal, that is the key to my escape. And he just looked at me for a second, and then he just turned around, and he just walked out. And, um, again, I, I reiterated this last time, too. So the doors, um, you're not allowed to close your doors during a field day uh, because the NCOs have to be able to just walk in and out as they want to. So what you do is um, the doors lock automatically when they close, so you, you open the door, you put out the deadbolt and then you let the door close and the deadbolt keeps the door from closing. It kind of holds it open. And if you were really smart, you would take a, um, uh, like the Febreze canisters mm. and you'd open the door and then like in the hinge, how it kind of like it opens and it would leave a little space and you'd put the Febreze canister in there and you'd let the door gently close and it would hold it open. So then you could have your door wide open instead of pretty much all the way closed without it being closed. But anyways, um, so it was dead bolted. It was, I was new. I didn't know the Febreze trick yet. So it was just kind of dead bolted. And uh, he just walks out. And he, he walks out. He opens the door very forcefully, walks out into the hallway. And as the door is closing, uh, the other NCO is standing there. And he's just like, huh, that was, that was pretty good. Like, that, was, that was funny. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, he goes out in the hallway. And all we can hear in the hallway is just him screaming. And some poor lost soul happened to be walking in the hallway and uh again i've talked to him since this incident and uh he actually didn't even know who the kid was in the hallway i i didn't mention that last time but yeah he didn't even know who the kid was he just he just all of a sudden like you could just hear him outside just yo get the fuck over here and then you'd hear some you know some like hi hi corporal and then you hear like the little pitter patter of his feet like the little pop 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 he's running over to him and then you hear him stop and uh you hear the other, the NCO again. He's, how do I check his room when he has the key to his escape? And the kid is just lost. He's just, I, 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 I. And then you hear the NCO and he's, get the fuck away from me. And he's, hi, hi, corporal. And then you hear him, pop, 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 where he's like running away, just trying to get the hell out of there. Um, so then, like me and I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. And the other NCO is kind of like laughing because he thought it was funny. And, uh, so he just kind of is like, I, I think you're good. Like, I don't think he's coming back. I, I think you're good. So you guys have a good night. And he but, turns and walks out. Yeah. And here's what lies next is um, whenever you ruin the plans of an NCO <laughs> or hire of, like, fucking someone up, then um, then they get super fucking pissed. Yes. They get super salty and they don't let it go. No. They will take it out on an innocent bystander. And no, we are not talking about the kid he the was kid talking about. The kid in the hallway, about. no. That, that was just a warm-up. That was, yeah, that was a um, letting out some Ang some anger that, some he had, that he had held. And then he was actually going into the next room to, to pretty much lay it all out onto my neighbor. He was going to just go off on my neighbor. But my neighbor, who is also very, very into puns, 
had already set up this idea that he was going to pull a joke on these two NCOs when and they came in. did you guys in. mean to do this at the same time? Um, or it was just a happy coincidence? It was a happy coincidence. It was a happy coincidence. It was not, it was not um, mm-hmm. intentional. So, uh, so he comes in, and you can hear him, like, open the door to the next room. Like, you hear the door open. And, uh, like, all you can hear, and, and so this is another thing that a lot, of, a lot of people do during field days is you'll play music. Yeah, everybody has speakers of some sort and, or just on your phone, but most, most of them have speakers. And you'll just hear music just blaring constantly, just mm-hmm. all different variations of music. So you, the door opens, and then you can. There's no longer a muffle. There's no longer that that muffle to keep the sound in his room. So you just hear just blaringly loud the um, theme song to Ghostbusters, and there's no there's no lyrics to it. It's just the instrumental. So it's just the 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 theme song, and at the moment of the chorus where it's about to say Ghostbusters. You can hear the other person just kind of yell out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you can hear him yell, "Ghost mustard," and then all I hear is because I'm still in my room, I'm not actually out in the hall, so I just I hear all of this. So I hear the 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 chorus, I hear "Ghost mustard," and then I just hear "Son of a bitch," and then you hear the the very very familiar sound of a deadbolt slamming against the wall where he tried to slam the door, but it was deadbolted. And they moved on to the next room. They didn't even go into the room. They didn't even make it all the way into the room. They just, they opened the door. It happened. He slammed the door and walked into the next. So the poor third guy, I'm not sure if he's still alive. He probably alive. did not live. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's that. still alive. That he was, could have had the cleanest room and it wouldn't in the world. And yeah. Coming off of two back-to-back jokes, this NCO was, was looking for somebody's head. Um, oh, oh yeah, and he probably got it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But so what that ended up happening? R.I.P. Dude, was, it, it was his fault. It was. It was mine and and my neighbors. And so what ended up happening is that the the guys staying in the room next to me, um, he had decided that he was going to pull a prank. And so he they they walk in, and he can hear them. And as they're as they're walking up to his door, he hits play because he already has the the song at the right moment to play the chorus. And um, he's got everything set up, and he has it turned up really loud. So as soon as they walk up to the door, he hits play. It starts playing. They open the door, and it's just him standing in the hallway, or in the like. There's like a little like entrance way. It's kind of a hall, and he's kind of standing at the edge of that, just kind of like doing like this little head bob dance thing. And his hands, one hand's behind his back, and he's just kind of like just just vibing. And then when it hits the moment it's where he's gonna say Ghostbusters, he moves his hand out of behind his back and he's holding you were gonna say pull it out but you knew yeah it. yeah <laughs> he pull, moves his hand out of behind his back and he's got a, a a little like canister of mustard with a napkin over it and two little black like marky mar- marker marky? sharpie i was, I was gonna mar- say marker and then sharpie, sharpie marky? yeah okay. sharpie marky that should be a brand name for a marker by the way that would be a good one right um, You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, and he, he pulls it out, and it's got like the the sharpie <laughs> like circles where eyes would be, and so he made a little ghost mustard, and that was what he used as as his joke, and so that was um, yeah. We we have since talked to him about that, and that that NCO is actually a um, or former NCO, I guess he's he's not in it anymore. Um, he he actually we've talked about it, and he um, was very upset. Because he was wanting to mess with us so badly 
and he was just like, and I couldn't. He ruined his night. Because he, really he was, did. oh yeah, he was just like, he was like, I wanted to mess with you guys, but I couldn't because the jokes were so funny. And he was like, I wanted to laugh, but I wasn't allowed to. And it just pissed me off that I couldn't mess with these two new guys because they both were going to make me laugh if I stayed there. So he, that's why he left both times. Is and this he is why was I don't get why they, from, they say that laughing. Marines are idiots. Because yeah. we are some creative motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And, you know, um, I didn't have... So when it came to field day for me, I was honestly so bad at cleaning, I have gotten kicked out of my room mm-hmm. during field day. I was outside, like, literally on a desk chair just sitting there and then my corporal came by and I was like a PFC at the time uh-huh. she's like Pierre what the fuck are you doing why aren't you in there cleaning and then my buddy came out we called her granny because she was 27 when she went through oh okay um, and she's just like do you really expect Federa to clean properly and then my corporal looked at me and I just raised my hand like she has a point and then she looks at her and she's like that's good initiative. <laughs> and then she walks away. But um, I will say probably one of my more creative uh, inspection stories was when I was in 29 Palms. And uh, we had a health and comfort, oh, which God. is field day on crack. Yeah. And pretty much, so the rules of field day is that if it is locked or secured, mm-hmm. they can't open it, yeah. and nothing in there gets checked. But it's it's kind of like your private yeah, area, yeah. so it's it's if it's locked, you can't they can't check it. Yeah, but with a health and comfort, you have to unlock everything, and yep. they check every square inch. Like it's literally like when they're in prison and they do like a a prison check to see if anyone <laughs> has a shank. Yeah, except for. They're looking for alcohol or yeah, um, or shanks. Kind of drugs. They are looking for shanks. shanks. Yeah, yeah, drugs. We actually um, we had a guy get stabbed on field day. Nincio got stabbed by one of his troops one time. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Did you hear uh, that someone caught one of those roadrunners in Twenty Nine Palms and put it in a fucking wall locker and oh, it escaped during a health and comfort? It doesn't surprise me. <sighs> Once again, like. This is this is why you know you love and hate the Marine Corps is because oh. like we are some of the most special bitches. Yeah, there was the we we went to twenty nine and twenty nine Palms is a it's a base. It's the Marines. Um, so basically, twenty nine Palms history, uh, the army bought the land to use as training, and then they were like, hey, this place is inhospitable. We can't have people train here. And then the Marines were kind of like, we'll, we'll take, take it. it. Yeah, and so they gave it to the Marine Corps, and the Marine Corps used it as a permanent duty station. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also where everyone goes to train for yeah. Afghanistan. And so um, there's just, the entire area is uh, is a live firing range. Yes. So there's just, like, you'll, you'll find... Um, Mortar rounds, uh, air ordnance, like you'll you just find anything Every, and everything any, yeah. on the ground. And um, there was an unexploded mortar round in one of our pauses. And one of our guys took it back home in his pack. He put it in his pack, took it back home, and during a health and comfort, they found it in his wall locker. He took it as a souvenir. And so an unexploded, unexploded mortar round is very, like, dangerous. So, like, and, how did they approach that? Oh, he I, got in a lot of trouble because oh, it's it's live ammunition. Yeah. In his, oh yeah. 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 And that's a no. That, so that's they not a five five six. No, and they basically were like mm. like they they kind of they kept it 
in-house as far as I know like they they pretty much decided to do that um, what is that called where they have like the uh, the red uh, ammo can red you know what I'm talking about yeah they set up the red ammo can and it's kind of like a um, like anonymous just turn in any live rounds that you have oh kind of a, yes so they essentially did that with them they were like because it was it was some of our okay. um, higher ups that, that kind of saw it and they were just like look this is this is gonna like this is gonna ruin you essentially, and so like so what we're gonna do is we're gonna close this wall locker. We had a barrel. And yeah, well the most common one that I saw was an ammo can, but oh. that was for just regular like live, yeah. um, rifle they ammunition. Just had no faith in us, I guess. But uh, well, and then like I said, it's it's rifle ammunition mostly for the ammo can. Yeah, so, um, but basically, yeah, um, they eventually were just kind of like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna set this out there. Um, we're gonna close this wall locker. And we're gonna come back tomorrow, and that better be gone. Yeah. And so that's that's pretty much the deal that they gave him, which is very a very very generous deal yeah, that very. he received. But um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was something that, that I remember happening. That it's just kind of they're just dumb. Yeah. But anyways, to, um, to yeah. your story. Um. So once again, twenty nine palms, and he he was right. Like that, how what they look for. So they look for anything that is like underage drinking or hard we weren't allowed liquor or um any kind of weapons or anything like that and especially because when i was there i was in the schoolhouse so i was learning my communications job and for students you were allowed a six pack per 21 year old Mm -hmm. and that's actually how my roommates and i became roommates because i literally um i when I first got there, I kept on moving barracks because they didn't know where to put the females. And then they finally put us up in the Hiltons, which was the quote-unquote newest barracks that they had. Um, there was at the top of the hill, which was fucking awful, especially when you had to go to PX or to the E-Club or anything like that. Or even just to see, your fr- see the dudes or go to class or anything, whatever. Um, but the accommodations were really that bad i i had like a rug so no that was easy um but anyway when i walked into the hiltons and they're like talking about uh who's gonna be whose roommates a girl i went to boot camp with and she's like Fidera, didn't you just turn 21 i'm like yep she's like all right that's our third roommate so my old boot camp uh buddy i guess uh she picked another girl that she knew mm-hmm and the three of us were all 21, so that meant that we could have we could have an 18 rack the entire uh-huh. time. That's if we're smart, which yeah. we were not. I no. mean, I was honestly. This is this is where I'll say like you know I actually was trying to like be a good good marine, trying to be a good <laughs> child, where I just always had a six pack on hand, and if I knew I was going to drink more, I was just going to go to the PX, grab whatever, like a like a 12-pack or something, and i drink that and leave the six there for the week. Yeah. And just, like, have one throughout. Mm-hmm. We find out, like, 30 minutes prior that we're going to have a health and comfort. Like, they send us to our rooms, and one of my roommates was, on, was in the field or something. Like, she wasn't there. And my other roommate came, the one who I didn't really know, uh, and she's freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't have anything. Do you have anything? She's like, dude, look in the fridge. And I'm like, 
Okay, I look, it's fucking filled with beer. Mm. And the worst part is, I go into our closet, and there's like a fucking 30 rack in there. And I'm like, what in the fuck were you guys doing? And she's, I'm like, nothing in here is even drank. You guys didn't drink anything. And they're like, we just kept on buying beer because we knew that, like, we had enough people, and we knew that you drank all the time. I'm like, yeah, I drink my own beer. I don't drink yours. So, uh, that probably would have been a page 11, which would have been perfect. Hey, page 11. Um, But I'm like all right, what the fuck here? Like, I didn't feel like getting in trouble, especially because I think I was still private at the time. Yeah, I, I just did not need that in my life, especially because there, there was one kid who got in trouble so bad there, they took away his um, McMap belt. Yeah, that happens. Which, yeah. uh, that's like our martial arts. It's a Marine Corps martial arts program. And tan is like a white belt, mm-hmm. and if you don't have that, you're undeployable. Yeah. So... That's how bad this kid, like, I don't even think he fucked up that bad, either. I don't even remember what it was. Whatever. That's a lot more, um, they're a lot harder on you, like, in the schoolhouse and stuff like that, too, though. Because they think that you can rebuild your career. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm like, all right, put all the beer in the closet, like, even the shit that's in the fridge, just do it. So we put it all in a box, like, you can obviously see, like... It's a fucking mess, and she's like, "They're gonna, they're gonna look through it anyway." And I'm like, "I don't give a fuck. Just put it, just put it there. It's fine." And then uh, we wait. We make sure everything else is good. We and we're just in there. She's fucking shaking. I'm like trying to think, what am I gonna do? And a female gunnery sergeant, and I forgot who the other staff and CO was, comes in, and they're like, "We're ready to f- fucking kill somebody. Like, let's get these bitches in trouble." And I'm like, oh, fuck. First thing they do is open up the closet, and her eyes lit up when she fucking saw the beer. And she's like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't even think about it. I was at parade rest, which is, like, the position that you have to be at when you're speaking to a higher up. And uh, I said, "Uh, Gunny, sometimes we have friends over that are underage, so when we do, we put all the alcohol in the closet and then we secure it so that way they cannot drink underage my roommate just looks at me like the fuck kind of shit did i just spew the other nco staff nco looked at me the same way and then the gunnery sergeant was just like huh i like that initiative closes the door and walks out (laughs) i'm just like holy fuck that works (laughs) I, yeah, we we had a different way of dealing with that um, when I was in. Oh, and then uh, I rent both of them a new asshole after. Well, that. yeah, naturally. Like, um, cool. yeah, we were in Japan and we had kind of a similar. Oh, Japan was way Japan. worse. I know, yeah. buddy got fucking busted down. Just, yeah. Actually, a lot of my buddies got busted down in OP. Well, we were there, and um, it was kind of the same rule. Like, you could have uh, one six pack per person of twenty one or older. Or if they didn't have a six pack, it was it was either one six pack per person there, or one bottle for the entire room. So you could have a liquor bottle for the entire room. Yeah, that was one thing I was jealous of is that you guys actually did have the option of liquor. Yeah, and so that was um that was our our thing. So we. By the had... way, I apologize for the tinnitus. There is some uh, housework being done. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, continue. Yeah. So uh. uh so we're we're there, you know, and they, it was kind of the same thing. They decided to have a health and comfort, which happens a lot in Oki, just because 
nothing else. The humidity. Do. There's there's a lot of mold. There's a lot of like the buildings are old, and it's yeah. just kind of there, there's a lot that they have to look out for. So, we were having one, and it was again last second. Like, hey, we're having this health and comfort, and one of the guys comes up, and he's just like, oh, we're fucked. And it's not in my room. It was uh, it was one of our other guys comes up and it's just like, well, we're screwed. I'm like, why? And he goes, we have two thirty racks in our room. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this isn't going to be good. And like, you guys are... So somebody else in the hallway, we're like kind of discussing this, trying to figure out how they can... Um... Disperse them. Yeah. So we're like, all That's right, smart. like how can... Yeah. And yeah. so we're kind of like, okay, what can we do? How, how, can we, how can we deal with this? And somebody else comes up and says, hey... He gets one of the troops, and he goes, go to every single room that has somebody above the age of 21 and ask them if they have alcohol in their room right now. So the troops start running through rooms. But see, that was a shot in hell because, uh, well, shot in the dark. Sorry, I got that wrong. Um, because Close enough. there was seldom anyone that I knew, 21 or not, that did not have alcohol Well, in and that's, that's what we thought. We were kind of like, there's no way that's yeah. going to work. Lo and behold... Three rooms had alcohol. <laughs> it was like it was it was. Um, so the timing of it was also pretty pretty good. We had just gotten back from a uh, jungle warfare training, so that was kind of uh, everyone. Oh, that's we why. got back. Everyone drank what they had, and it was just kind of like holy crap, you know, kind of. And so nobody had. It just it just so happened that nobody had gone to restock yet, and so then all of a wow, sudden it was lovely. like all right. Three rooms have alcohol, and they went to everybody else. They said, hey, come grab six and go back to your room. And so they all they came in, and each person that was 21 came in, and we all grabbed six apiece, went back to our rooms. And, uh, yeah, we made it work. Everybody had uh, no more than six per 21, and we actually had some people that didn't even need to grab some because there were so many of us. And, yeah, we, we, got it, we got it to work, and just nobody opened any. We just kind of all put them in the fridge. And that's what we um, call teamwork. Yeah, and they, the, the boxes, uh, we, they didn't have enough time to throw out the boxes because we were trying to organize <laughs> all of this. So they had these two 30-rack boxes. And uh, so when the, the higher-ups yeah. came in, they were like, why do, you, why do you have this? And, like, you know, they had already been through a few rooms. So they had seen a bunch of, of beer cans of the same alcohol so like why do you have this like you have two 30 rack boxes oh i really hope and that no the, right the yeah so like the the guy whose room it was he was just like he goes oh we had just gotten yeah he was like we had just came back from uh jungle warfare and we wanted we had a little camaraderie thing where we uh we bought two 30 racks for the entire barracks that was over 21 so we bought two 30 racks they came in they all grabbed six and um they went back to their rooms and we just kind of you know and we were, we were gonna like kind of talk about it and reminisce about the whole thing and he was just like, oh, I like that. Like, I like that you guys are, you know, that they kind of, they, they completely were like, oh, the uh, jungle warfare training brought everybody closer together. And that was that was how they got out of it. And then, of course, as soon as the health and comfort was over, they left and everybody returned the beers to the rightful owner. Oh, wow. Really? It, yeah. It was it was very well I like, think that is the nicest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, I, nobody. Like, I would think was, that would be the price is like, hey you're not getting that beer anymore because that's yeah. how it worked with us is like hey if you had to get rid of alcohol you weren't getting it back well and it was one of those things that i like because i the the six that i took i just i don't really drink beer so i was just like i have no problem giving mm -hmm. that back and so everybody in my room like well, the, also okinawa, the room okinawa they're more tight yeah there, because you really are just stuck with each other and yeah. no one else and so um it was just kind of one of those things like i don't really drink beer that much so um uh, like the people in my room, we always just had a bottle. We'd split a bottle between three of us. 
nice. we'd get a bottle and we'd we'd split that and it was it was kind of funny we actually our our first weekend there <laughs> um they were like hey one six pack per person of 21 or older or one bottle for the entire room and the first thing that we did was went to the px and all three of us got a bottle individually yes. <laughs> we came back to our room co and first sergeant are in the barracks room just kind of walking around seeing how everybody's acclimating uh. and stuff and we walk in and they're like oh aren't you guys in the same room and we we're like yeah the um we had on each side of us was also fdc like the same mos mm -hmm. and they were all of 21 or older and so we came back and we were like yeah they're they're still unpacking and everything so we went and each we got both rooms like we got all three rooms uh, a bottle and for and anyone was... who's thinking, like, they, <laughs> these higher-ups, like, who are in charge of us and, like, who lead brigades and, like, lead troops into battle, <laughs> yeah. like, they can't possibly be this gullible. Oh, they are. And after this, I have you know, a perfect story to... Sometimes to I think... Some, sometimes I think they're not that gullible. Sometimes I believe that it's, like, they don't really care that much. And when as long as you have a good enlisted, enough story... I think it's okay. Yeah, and as long as you have yeah. some kind of, like, it, it, basically when they ask you, like, oh, like that, you know, we yeah. show up, there's three of us in the same room, we all have a bottle, and they're like, oh, aren't you guys in the same room? That was more of a, do you have some kind of story or situation that can cover all of our asses if you get caught? And we proved that by saying, oh, yeah, there's two you know rooms what? on I, either side I, of us. I 100% agree with and, that for, and we, for staff we have, and COs. Yeah, and, and so we're like, we're like, yeah. yeah, there's two rooms on either side of us, so we got a bottle for, for all three rooms. One, Each room is getting one bottle, and we're just going to kind of yeah. you know hang out. And it was just once we said that, they were like, okay, so if you get caught, you have an alibi. You have an out. Yeah. We now have a story that you told us that we can say. Like, it just kind of covered everybody. And so they were just like, all right, you know, yeah. have a good one. Like, because I, I really don't think some of them are that gullible. I no, I'll admit it's, it's that there are definitely just, some that you know for a fact they are not that gullible. Yeah, some of but, them definitely are. <laughs> and this is where my point is going to get. The officers definitely are. Like, especially. If they're, if they're an officer fresh out of OCS and they weren't prior enlisted, yeah. Yes, absolutely, mm -hmm. and that's where this, I was on duty, and it was sometime in the summer, and they had just, my, like, my corporals had just graduated corporals course, and they were having a huge barracks party in the back, and I was duty driver, and I'm bringing this, I think he was a lieutenant, I don't, I don't think he was a first lieutenant yet, I think he was a second. Okay. Uh, he was a butter bar. <laughs> and uh, he goes, and I'm like, I try, I try to text him and be like, "Yo, guys, uh, I'm about to drive up in the duty van with a uh, duty officer, so you know, secure your shit, whatever." <clears throat> of course, they didn't listen because they were finally done with hell. Yeah. Um. So they're in the back, literally with beer pong tables and shit. I'm still in the van. I'm like, oh, man, this is not gonna go well, especially because I was talking to the dude. He was he was very much a wet blanket, and. <clears throat> um, I'm preparing for hell when he comes back in and he just has a huge smile on his face and I'm like everything okay sir and he's just like those, those were the most responsible corporals I had ever seen in my life like <laughs> let me tell you and I'm like uh hmm. sir I can see like I, it was curiosity hmm. for me and I knew I should have shut my mouth but I was just so curious, because this man... How the hell did they manage that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I need to know. And I can't wait until, like, the next day when I'm talking, when, you know, I recover from duty and they recover from drinking. Yeah. So, I'm just like, sir, what what did you see exactly? 
Because, like, I what, can what see happened? the beer pong yeah. tables from here. I did not say that out loud. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm not that much of a fucking blue falcon. Um, so, buddy fucker. That's what that means. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, well, you see, they had, uh, they had tables set out, and they were playing uh, fun little games, and all the cups were filled with water. Because uh, tomorrow they have a big ceremony for graduating corporal's course, and they all had a little bit of alcohol earlier in the day. I saw the cans. They, they explained that. And they said, yeah, we're just going to rehydrate right now, have some fun while we're doing it. So that way in the morning we're uh, spick and span. And uh, I, I have to say, you know, that must be one hell of a corporal's course, and I must say. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy is such a fucking idiot. And I'm just like... Sounds good, sir. And I just fucking drove on. And, like, I texted my buddy, and I'm like, you guys are so fucking lucky he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that, that's one of those things that you're just like... I was fucking like, dying on the inside. I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I needed at 3 o'clock. It's one of those... Um, you ever see it on the TV shows where it's like they, there's, somebody says something, or, like, a gullible person believes something, and it's like, oh, sweetie. Yes! Except I wasn't that nice. I was more like, God, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, like, I almost it's so badly nights. wanted to, like... I almost want to be a buddy fucker and be like, you can't be that gullible. You can't, <laughs> but you can't be that dumb. I mean, you can, but yeah, don't. <laughs> like, you go to college? Yeah. Like, isn't that the whole point? <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, it, it's shit like that. It's funny. It must have been one of the ROTC guys. Oh, it had to be. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he was a special one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's shit like that, you know, that ma- makes, uh, makes the shitty days worth it. Yeah. Those days. Yeah, we had some. Uh, we had some that were very um, kind of just. Um, we were at the schoolhouse in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. I've heard stories. Terrible place. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I know friends that have been there besides him. Also, I don't know if um, uh, we we actually have a we have an entire topic on this. But, the supernet. Uh, yeah, the uh, Marine Barracks over there is right next to a cemetery. Of course and it is. And we had, on four separate occasions, we had um, different, like, Marines from different classes, from people, like, not even being there at the same time, just meeting up together in the fleet and kind of discussing Fort Sill, all talk about the same person that was seen around the barracks. And um, so it's a, when you, when you get like four stories of like of just oh yeah you know and like one of them's telling like their ghost story from Fort Sill and they're just like oh you know there was this uh, and they describe what they saw and then somebody else is like you kind of seem like hmm <laughs> and then they're like I saw that same thing and they they kind of describe a different situation and different story but the same person essentially and then yeah. it's just it's so it's kind of but yeah so it's it's um so watch out for that they also um. I, I don't know if it still is, but when I was there, they had a full ban on um, Ouija boards because somebody started messing with one, I guess, in one I of the rooms. And why I don't people do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it that was is one thing. That, like, <laughs> I know we're supposed to talk about the military right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, it's related. It is related. Yeah, because coming like, from a story of the military. So well, I mean, even in MCT, like, uh, you know, they they were. Dozens of stories they told us. Well, that like there there was like haunted, ki- like kids and like shit like that yeah. within it. And uh, um, 
I imagine because you were in Japan, like how many people tried to go to the uh, suicide forest? Oh, all the time. But it, we were there in the winter, so it was closed. Yep. So um, we couldn't go. But um, all of us wanted to. It was yeah. definitely something that yeah. all of us wanted to do. But uh, no, Once so again, there... it's like our names are like. Our, one of our nicknames is Devil Dogs because we're dumbasses and we fuck or with Jarhead. Yes. It's supposed to be like a term of like empty headedness. Yes. So. We um, see shiny and we yeah. go for it. Uh, but yeah, so the, apparently, like this, this kid in Fort Sill um, messed with a Ouija board and was messing with it, and then they couldn't find him for a little bit. And they found him in the basement of the barracks, sitting in the corner in the dark, like shaking. And he just, like, was, like, almost unresponsive. And so they were just kind of like, yeah, this kid's, like, kind of fucked up. And um, and then he kind of started getting into, like, I don't know, like, drugs and stuff. I guess. He ended up getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, we so don't know if that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we don't know if, uh, if that's what did it. But uh, basically, no Ouija boards. So it was, they straight up told us, like, if we find a Ouija board in your room, um, you're getting uh, an NJP. And yeah, which is the... Non-judicial punishment. It's. Uh, I guess the highest paperwork. It's not really the high, highest punishment. No, it's not the highest punishment, but it's definitely the highest paperwork you can yeah, get. Yeah, it's the highest paperwork, and um, it involves you losing rank most of the time. Yeah. Um, but no, and it, it's just uh, so Fort Sill was definitely you're, you're gonna have a lot of fun there, but. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we we were there, and um, we had this kid that he was dating this girl for a long time. He was underage, of course. He was like nineteen. Oh, and, how many uh, people did you know get engaged in? A lot. In a lot. I, yeah. I didn't even say what phase. I know, but a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can say this because I was one of these dumbasses. Um, but like, pretty much from boot camp to MCT to your job school, and then like your first year in the fleet. To the fleet. Yeah. They constantly warn you. Don't get into a serious relationship because you're going to want to marry the person mm-hmm. and you don't know them. And yet no one listens. No. So he was with this girl for a few years, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, he found out while we're at the schoolhouse that she went to a party mm-hmm. and cheated on, on him with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> so That's actually was, Jody. <laughs> he was a little like heartbroken over it. And they broke up, and then he wanted to drink, and us being good friends, um, and with a little help from uh, a specific bartender that um, didn't mind serving to underage folk, because it's Fort Sill, it's a lot in Oklahoma, like it's not a, anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> so we, we go over there, and of course I was, you know, I, there was like three or four of us that were actually over the age of 21. Um, so That's we're all there, and yeah, and he just kind of walks in, and he's like, and so they're, they, and we're like, all right, you know, you'll have a couple of drinks, we'll go back, you'll get a nice little buzz going, we'll go back, it'll be fine, and nope, he gets absolutely like, so apparently he told the the bartender his story about uh, this girl, and the so bartender said, I'ma hook you up. Yeah. So every drink that he made him was like a triple, and just kind of, and the bartender did not help our situation, but so he got absolutely just demolished. What is, what is like, my favorite thing to say? Good intentions, bad execution. Yeah, so he he was, of course, you know, just vomiting everywhere when we're trying to leave the, oh, the bar. And, uh, of course, you can't drive when you're in the schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. You can't have a car, so we had to order a taxi to get back to, to base. I don't even want to The taxi driver 
wouldn't let us into the taxi because he thought this guy was going to puke in his car. And yeah. he's like, I don't want that. So we said, I was like, hey, you know what? I'll be right back. And I ran inside because we were next to a convenience store. I ran into the convenience store. I bought a, ba- a, a, a packet of bubble gum and asked for a bag. And so the guy gave me a packet of bubble gum and, and put it in a bag and gave it to me. And I ran back outside. And we took this kid and we put the, the loop of the bags around his ear. So he had the back in front of him. And we were like, like a fucking if he- <laughs> We were like, if he vomits, it'll be into the bag. We'll take the bag with us. He won't get it anywhere. We'll make sure it stays on his head. So the uh, taxi driver was like, you know what? All right, let's do it. And that was our rule is we had to keep the bag over his face, essentially. So we get back, and, of course, there's we'll a side the door. the gate. Mm-hmm. Well, we got through the gate fine. Really? Yeah, the, oh, the gate shit. was fine. Um, no, we, we get back to um, the barracks, and that's where the issue was because there was uh, – the, an officer on duty every single day that was sitting by the front door. Mm-hmm. And he knew us and knew who was of age and who knew what, knew who wasn't and knew, you know. And So it was just one of those things that we were like, okay, like, how are we going to do this? So we decided, hey, there's a side door. One of us is going to go in. One of us is going to sign us in because you had to sign out when you were leaving. One of us is going to sign us in. We're going to go in. We're going to come all the way around. We're going to open the door on the side. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, like, so we, we sent in pretty much everybody except for three of us. It was me, the drunk kid, and one of the other guys. And we're sitting outside. The, as actually the kid who signed out with the drunk kid. And we're sitting outside. And um, it's middle of the day, by the way. It's not night. It's like it's like 2 p.m. by the time Dead. we get back. Wow. So it's, it's, like, it's rough. It's on the weekends. It's, like, 2 p.m. And so it's, like, the, the, we can't even, it's rough to get inside, you know? Yeah. Which actually ended up helping us, so we'll figure that out. But um, so we're 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 sitting outside. We're waiting for um, the uh, the other guys to come open the side door. So we're sitting on the steps, and uh, the the guy's sitting there, and he's got the bag over his ear still, and our other guy is sitting next to him, and this van pulls up, mm-hmm. and it's another officer, another marine officer, and he pulls up. Rolls the window down, and sitting next to him driving is a staff sergeant. And I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. And so I turn to I turn to the guy who like not the drunk one. I turn to the other guy, and I'm like, hey, don't let them see the bag. Just like basically stand in front yeah. of him, because he's sitting on the on the steps, just like dead essentially. And the other guy's standing in front of him. And so I walk over because the that yeah the officer like kind of just waves me over. So I walk over and I'm standing at parade rest, and he's just like, hey, yeah. Uh, is your, is your guy good? What's going on? Is he drunk? And I was like, oh, no, sir, he's underage. And he was like, so what, what's, what's going on? Like, what's... And I was just like, oh, no, his... Um, his and I, I lied about this part because, you know, they were, he, they were dating. But I was like, oh, his, his fiancé cheated on him. He just found out. And so he's over there. Like, he's just been crying and stuff all day. And we're kind of trying to... And as I'm describing this, I look over to see how fucked I am. Because if he's, like, vomiting, or, and then I'm like, I need to see. So I'm like, oh, he's just been crying all day. And I look over to see all of our perspectives, and it is fucking perfect. Because you see him huddled over like this, and his hands are up. You can't see the bag because of the other person. You just see him like this. And his other friends. And his other friends patting him on the back. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. 
and we were like, yeah, and he was like, he's underage, he really wanted to drink, we told him it wasn't a good idea, so we're just, we're trying to get him, like, and so we were gonna, um, I was like, we're actually just signed out, uh, we're waiting for a couple of other friends to come outside, we're gonna take him to, uh, the gym, we're gonna go kind of, you know, work all this off, basically, and he was just like, oh, okay, and he's like, well, you guys keep looking after him, and, uh, good on you for not letting him drink, and I was like, oh, thank you, sir, and he was like, all right, and he goes, well, have a good one. I was like, ah, you two gentlemen, and they, they drove away. And I went back, and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> and they drove away, and I, ke- I like, when I walked back, I even tried to, like, put myself between where the van was driving oh, and this yeah. guy, too, because I didn't want him to. And uh, and then maybe a minute and a half later, the side door opens. We go inside. We, we rush to our rooms. We get this guy in bed. And we're like, all right, curfew is 10 p.m. on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Curfew is 10 p.m. He is in no... Like, he's not fit, essentially, to go by duty. It's 2 p.m. Yeah. It was like, at 9 o'clock, we're going to take the two that had just signed out, that he, the, him and then the guy that he was signed out with, we're going to take them out to the side door, and they're going to come back in through the front door and sign back in. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, so he has to be sober before 9. So a couple of other, other a couple other of us, did I say that right? A couple other of us? Couple couple of those some other of, that's weird that's yeah that worse. was a weird like way of saying it like damn my brain i don't know we're not um, english majors yeah i know so a couple of us i'm just gonna say that a couple of us yeah, there we left go. we signed out we went to the px we got a bunch of coffee we got a bunch of uh energy drinks we got a bunch of like just kind of and we came back and we just we just like you're drinking this <laughs> you're drinking all of this did you get him like like a bacon egg and cheese or something we we got him just a like bunch burgers. of stuff to try to we were like yeah. anything that was like a, a home recipe for for curing a hangover sobering somebody up and we just gave him all of this and we're like and we basically sat there with him we we pulled in one of them had a um a dvd player we pulled it in we started watching movies and we just we were like, nope, you're drinking, you're eating, you're doing this, you're doing that. And we got him, like, for about an hour, he was just drinking and eating all of this stuff that apparently will make people sober from that we've all heard over the years. And then um, after about an hour, we were like, okay, now sleep. <laughs> and he laid down, he fell asleep. We woke him up at 8.30. We were like, get up, make yourself look decent. And he kind of woke up, and he was groggy, but he wasn't, like, fucked up anymore yeah. like he was he was a little did he ever puke and no like no well he puked into the bag a lot oh, like okay. on our way there and then he puked in the the bushes with as long the as bar he got, like, that out. and yeah no he got all of that out um so he was like when he woke back up he was pretty tipsy but we we got him to like look this is very important mm-hmm. that you don't act like an idiot when you're coming inside and he was just like i won't i won't like and he kept and then so we snuck him out of the side door and them two came back in through the front door and signed in. And the officer kind of looked at him because he looked at the log and saw that they had been signed out, like, all day. And he's like, where would you guys go? Like, where do you? And he was just like, oh, we, we went to the mall. His um his girlfriend just uh, cheated on him and oh, stuff. God, so going we... to the mall on a Friday at payday? Yeah. God, that was like a fucking circus. So, yeah, we were like, they basically told him, hey, like, yeah, we just went to the mall. We were watching some movies. We were kind of hanging out. We got some food. We were just walking around and kind of just talking about stuff and trying to make him feel better. And he just, like, so the the guy sets up the story, and then this, this dude that's still kind of drunk just kind of keeps his head down and just, you know, and, uh, like, did a very good job of looking like he was sulking. Mm-hmm. And so the officer's like, all right, well, you Did know. Did you guys like, tell um, him, like, hey, so we're telling everyone about what happened? I, I think it was more out. just, he just, 
basically we, we were telling the them just walk in, sign in, yeah. go to your room. And I think when the officer like started asking questions, the other guy just on his feet kind of just yeah. gave him this story and he just heard it and played along. Like he looked down and kind of mm-hmm. and um, part of it might have been he was still sad about it and so it yeah. kind of helped, you know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so we got him back inside and they signed in and that was that was it. We he went back to his room. We had him go back to sleep and we were like, hey, no more drinking for you. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, we were like, that was way too much to go through for you to like dead. You're done. Like we can't do this again. Um, but yeah, so that was that was something. And then same guy. This is kind of unrelated, but it's Fort Sill. Same guy that mm-hmm. uh, signed out with that kid. He could make himself throw up on cue. Yeah, he could, he, and it was the strangest thing, but he could do it. And, um, that got us out of a lot of, uh, like me and him. Cause I was, I was pretty close to him and, uh, we'd, uh, well, at, he fucking at the end of the day, yeah. And at the end yeah. of the day, um, at the end of every like work day, they would get everybody together and you'd all have to go to the chow hall together. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we were like, we had to march there. You had to march back. You had to, and it was just kind of like, didn't want to do it sometimes. Sometimes when we didn't want to do it, we'd be sitting there playing we video only games had a or something. March in uh, f- when we had to first go to class and mm. when we had to come back to class. Okay. So I locked down on that, except for like when we well, had like fun days, yeah. like mandatory fun days. Then we had to fucking. See, and we didn't have any like, mandatory fun days at all when I was there, yeah, and uh, the reason we had to march everywhere was because we run an army base, and they were marching everywhere, oh, so we had to in terrible. turn do it as well. Um, and so, yeah, so it was it was just something that we didn't want to do a lot of the time. So um, me and him would be sitting in the room playing video games, and it would be time to go, and they would all be at formation downstairs, and then it would just, like, one of the staff sergeant in charge would kind of be like, hey, FTC, you're missing a couple. Mm-hmm. So he would send one of the guys to run inside, <clears throat> and uh, it was always one of the guns guys or something that he would send inside to get us, and they'd come running up to the room, and we'd hear knocking on the room. We'd shut off the TV. Mm-hmm. He would run into the bathroom and start throwing up. And I would stand over him, and I'd go and open the door. And I'm like, hey, hey what's up? And he's just like, oh, we're formation for, for Chow. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, shit. Um, he's, like, puking, so I was staying back with him. Um, our, our FTC guys are bringing us food. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, okay. And he would come in, and, you know, the kids doubled over on the toilet, just puking. And he's like, oh, shit. All right, well, I hope he feels better. And he left. Just fucking puking. Yeah, and he'd come back down, and he would come back down, and he'd be like, oh, hey, uh, they're good. Like, he's, you know, he's mm-hmm. sick. And the um, the staff would be like, all right, like, you know, make sure you guys grab him food, and they'd, they'd go. And so we'd get out of it so many times. And then one of the times they sent one of the FTC guys up to us. Because the FTC guys, after a while, thought he was, like... Dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one of the times they, they, like, it was... We weren't there, and they were like, oh. And they sent one of the FTC guys up. And they knocked on the door, and we looked through the little peak hole, and we see it's one of them. So mm-hmm. we didn't bother turning anything off. They were in our class. Like, we didn't care. And so we opened the door, and we're all just sitting there. And he was like, hey, you guys coming? And we were like, no, no, he's sick. And he was like, what? And I was like, oh, he's sick. And he's sitting there playing the games, and he's like, oh, yeah. And he sets the controller down, <laughs> walks into the bathroom, throws up, comes back out, wipes his mouth, sits up. And the kid's just like, are you guys fucking serious? Like, you've been doing this the whole time? And I was like, yeah, he can throw up on cue. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> and he was just like, Man, fuck you guys. And so our deal with him became occasionally he would stay back with the guy, and I would have to go. So we kind of started alternating because we got found out by this other FDC guy. Uh, and so it was to keep him quiet, we had to let him in on it. 
And fun fact, kid, that's how uh, communism works. Is uh, the guy at the top gets all the glory? Somebody else comes in, is like, wait a minute, and he's just like, hey, um, I'll let you in on this if you let us keep doing what we're doing. And he's just like, I want some of that, and that's how it works. So you admit you're a communist? No, no. Um, <laughs> I admit our system was was a communist nature. <laughs> yes, yes. But. <laughs> Wait. But it wasn't for money. It was just so we didn't have to march. <laughs> I wanted freedom, damn it. Yeah. So it was. Um, no, it was. It was good stuff. It was. Uh, we had this kid that could <clears throat> puke on command, so we we exploited that's, it. That's an. That's a pretty yeah. useful talent, especially. Right, and we didn't, you know, it was something yeah. that he even mentioned. He was like, I never thought this would be useful. Like, he just, he was like, it never was. My time to there shine. There was never a situation where it was like, it was just one of those weird things that he was like, I can vomit when I need to, whenever I want to. Yeah. And he's like, I never thought this would come in handy. And it did, multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So Someone's going to listen to this podcast and just be like, <laughs> someone needs to make sure that that kid... Is not a fucking stick. <laughs> he's not. He's not. Yeah, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook still. I, he's actually engaged now or married. One of the two. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, it's, he's, it's working this time. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. Right. Oh no, that's that's yeah. Um, that wasn't the same one. Oh. Yeah, that okay. was. I was the it one was, that signed out with the oh, other kid. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay, my bad. So no, it's cool. It's yeah. but yeah. So it was. Um, he's he's engaged or married now. I can't remember which. But um, good for him. Yeah. So it was it was good. It was good. good. We we put his um strange talent to use and And you know that that is another thing about, you know, the military in general is that uh we are a collection of misfits that come together and use our abilities and mm-hmm. our um <clears throat> our quirks yeah. really and yeah. uh we make it work. We make mm-hmm. we, we we find some use for anything. We really. do. Yeah, you find use for um, old Gatorade bottles, uh, MRE sporks. spoons, yeah, yep. sporks, yeah, um, dip cans, empty dip oh, cans. Oh yes, those were yeah. very useful. Mm-hmm. Um, duct tape, I, rocks. Duck, yes, rocks. Um, but duct tape definitely. Yeah. Especially, um, five fifty cord. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that's like a basic it's, hit. Yeah. If you don't have five fifty cord, you're you're not doing you're something right. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're we're at an hour. Are we? Yeah. Wow, that was that was quick. That was yeah. a quick hour. And we didn't even hit most of those stories that we yeah, wanted to. Yeah, I know. We hit some new stories. Yeah. So we we have some other stories that you guys might be interested in. Yeah. So in. this isn't going to be a complete repeat of the one that we did prior. Yeah. And you guys, so now, you you're not seeing that one. So go on to Patreon so you can. Yeah. See the other stories. Yes, but we will retell those stories eventually. Oh, eventually it's like, going to happen. I'm we have a lot have- of. Yeah. Um, military stories, and I still have to tell the stories of my troop that was. Um, they need eventually. to know about Ascari Joe. Well, that too, yeah. So we'll we'll tell the story of Ascari Joe and the troop that I took on that quest for Ascari Joe. Yes. Is the one that everyone thought was a little slower that ended up being a secret. Yes, because like, I don't even think I've heard that genius. at all. genius. Yeah. No. He. He. Um, I'm excited. So we'll we'll cover that uh, eventually next yeah. time we uh, next time we roll a military thing we'll. Um, yeah. We'll cover that. Which we did decide that uh, the free spaces until we get uh, yeah. a, a following. <clears throat> so um, our our initial design was this was these free spaces. Bring it into view. Thank you. Can sir. you not see it? No, we can. Yes. Okay, so these free spaces right here, this this purple and the one down here, um, 
it's really hard to see the, with the markers. We've been over this, the, mm. the marker of color. This is the Wheel of Misfortune, the um, one that we spin yeah. at the end of every episode. Um, yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's hard to see the writing on it. So there are free spaces, and what we were initially going to do with them is whenever you spin it, if it lands on the free space, it's either going to be a live stream kind of Q&A. I think I just kicked your dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got up and everything. Um, it's either going to be a live stream like Q&A or it's going to be uh, um, like a viewer's choice topic. So it would land on one and then it would be like, oh, hey, you know, tweet us or comment or something what you guys want to see. And we'll we'll come up with some kind of like voting poll on on one of our accounts. Yeah. And whatever gets the highest number of votes out of what everybody has submitted, then we'll do a topic on that. But until we get an actual following of enough viewers to kind of make that work. Um, these are going to be uh, one's going to be military, talk, and, and the, the other, other one, one is going to be debate. So yeah. we'll switch it off because you can't really write on it and see. No. So next so, time it lands on it, it will be a debate topic. Yeah. So it's it's so Wait. these two on this next spin yep. that we're going to do here after we finish talking, um, these two are going to be a debate topic, and then yeah. we're going to I guess pick well, a debate topic, or do you want to try to write those and spin for one? We'll write them spin for them mm -hmm. and then, and then we'll flip, flip a coin, coin. Yeah. and that that whole process will be on patreon yeah so that's a that that, those behind are behind the scenes yeah we're, so speaking of i guess we can cover that is um on patreon patreon's also going to get access to a lot of behind the scenes videos of the setups recordings picking debate topics um how like the entire process uh, some stuff like that so patreon's definitely going to see a lot more than yeah. um other aspects so and we will if you want to see all of that if you want to see instagram yeah and if you want to see how we the exact process of picking debate topics and everything and all that stuff that'll that'll all be on on patreon so check that and out and youtube will um, have will be uploaded as well as uh we'll do clips on there and uh also i feel like well also we'll have we'll hopefully have the um podcast itself up on Spotify definitely mm -hmm. and hopefully iTunes soon. Yeah. So. Um. So all right. So do you want to? Oh, go ahead do and I spin get to spin the wheel? Yeah, go for it. Yes, I get to spin the wheel of misfortune. All right, are we ready? I'm so excited. That was a solid spin. Thanks. All right, what did we get? Um. A free space. Free space. All right. Ironic. Son, yeah. Son of a wow. Bitch. All right. Okay. So um. All right. So we got a free space. So our all next right, topic so. is going to be a debate. See, this is what happens because the last episode we were supposed to do for the last, last yeah, that, for Devil's Advocate was a debate. We were supposed to go over a debate topic, and then um, we Which decided to... Which we did to, talk about in the first episode. We did. We covered it quite about. a bit, um, yeah. but we, yeah, we ended up not doing it because we had to make a new intro and everything because of the name change, and... Uh, Fucking asshole. So now we get to um, we get to cover another debate topic for you guys. It is the revenge of the debates. And the re yeah, the revenge of the debates. And we have a bunch of topics that we'll put up, and like I said, we'll... The, that video more. will be on Patreon. Yep. So... All right. All right. Well, that was it for this this uh, first, first part of the military talk. Yep, military talk. First episode of that. Yep, and the and next one will be a debate, and we will post that and let y'all know. Yeah, we'll we'll do a spin at the end of that too. Perfect. So all right, have a good one. Y'all have Thanks a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks. And this has been the page eleven. Page podcast. eleven podcast. Yep. And check us out. Yep, on any kind of social media that we have. We need friends. Yeah. Please. We do. Help us. Please. Please. Plot. Plot. <laughs>